XOXO Gossip Boys. Gossip Boys. Hello and welcome to episode 6.0 of the Gossip Boys podcast presented by the Runway Podcast, presented by Juncture Magazine, Juncture Magazine's Gossip Girl Recap Podcast. As always, I'm your host, David Stahl, and across from me via the power of the internet, we have with me producer Gary. What up? What up? How's it going, my man? Are you ready to recap episode? Six through ten of season two. We are in the midst of our second season of Gossip Girl. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Now, before we jump in, I, I want to say a couple things. First of all, uh, this show is an autumn show. Now, I don't know if people. I don't know if you agree with that, Gary. I don't. Oh, know. I agree with that fully because we just fully skipped over summer. Man, they didn't and, even include anything from the summer. <laughs> They're like, nope. yeah, yeah, it just really skipped right through. And it gives me such autumn vibes, too. Like, right now, obviously, we're recording this. Uh, people are going to be listening to it live unless they're coming back to it months from now. We're recording this in the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. That, that There's starting to be that little nip in the air. It's starting to cool down a little bit. We're starting to gear out of those summer months. And it feels like I'm more in line with the show than ever before. It feels like this is the time to watch Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to say the same thing as soon as these... We started watching. They were in the midst of fall. Yeah. So we're, we're almost there. We're getting there. We're right on track with them. But they're always starting school or ending school. And then. <laughs> and somehow they're still not out of high school. And some, yeah. So, like, if you're starting school that often, you're going to be in fall. The, and, the and perpetually. And, and that's a great point right there. Yeah. You, can't, yeah. you can't argue that. If you're no. constantly starting school, you're going to be in how, fall more times. It feels than like not. they started school about 14 times. <laughs> I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. But as we head into, in, in real life, these fall months, I just want to, again, I, I think this would be such a fun activity for a couple friends to do. If you've watched the show before and you know a friend that's watched it and you're having those nostalgic vibes as we're getting into autumn, you want sort of that, that comfort as you're starting maybe a new school year or a new job in a new city perhaps, and you want that nostalgic comfort, hop on a Netflix party with an old friend watch your episodes you'll be able to catch up to us in no time mm. and then recap it at the end of each week with a podcast to me honestly i can't think of anything that sounds more comforting yeah. can you gary i can't either and also a perfect way to enter the fall yeah i was gonna suggest this um surprisingly we have not watched any episodes together none whatsoever. at all yeah that's so crazy. maybe maybe these next five we could try and figure something out and we'll... I, would, I would literally love that more than anything for yeah. sure we got it we gotta we gotta link up and and watch some some gg Definitely. my my second thing i want to just bring up before we jump in because i said we're in the midst of season two just quickly i'm gonna declare right now i like season and i was skeptical i like season two more than i like season one it's definitely more chaotic well like this shit stresses me out we I think we know the characters a lot more. The show doesn't have to take any time to introduce us to like different um, personality traits of the character. Now it's mm-hmm. more about evolving them and and diving deeper into those storylines. Like we yeah. know Chuck is a little bit of the devil. Now we can dive into his relationship with his dad. We can see his softer side. We can see his emo- like we're 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 diving deeper into these characters' lives now. And I feel like we're we're really catching our stride in season two. Yeah. I feel the same way. Now, my perhaps my favorite episode so far. Do you want to jump into episode six, New Haven Can Wait? That's your favorite episode so far? It, it might be. 
it might be, and I'll get to why I did after. Enjoy episode six. I liked it a lot. So I'll give I'll I'll hit the people up with our short wiki summary of the episode. Following a, f- a fight with Blair, Serena decides to get even by ditching her plans to visit Brown and accepting a personal invitation from the dean of Yale to visit the school. After discovering that his recommendation letters for Yale were never submitted, Dan frantically tries to figure out a way to salvage any chance of getting into the school. While visiting Yale, Chuck is kidnapped by a group of Skull and Bones members and Nate hooks up with a student who may hold the key to Dan's acceptance. Man, we have so many overlapping cobwebs of plot yeah. lines in this episode. Everybody is very interrelated, as they are every episode. But, Almost too uh, interrelated. Nate, like, fully became Dan Humphrey at one yeah, point. Yeah, which is a, which is a <laughs> spicy move. Also says it in the most suspicious way possible. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? Uh... uh Dan, I don't want to speak too uh, soon, but Humphrey, Dumb Nate bite might be back. <laughs> Dumb Nate may have may have come back for a couple episodes. Nate, yeah, it was made a, his return. Interesting ride for Nate. But do you want to start us off with a, as some quote your quotes of the episode? Yeah, actually, I just have one. I was gonna say a couple, but I figured you would get those the important ones. Oh, okay. And I just I don't wanna, know. I, I just want to say this one that inspired the whole fall vibe, and it's from Gossip Girl. Oh, let's go. And she goes, we hear there's nothing like Yale in October. The crisp air, the turning leaves, the invasion of prospective freshmen. Better hurry up, lonely boy. Your future's waiting. Boom. No, I like that. It's it's mm-hmm. hitting us with those like, hey, we're heading into, first of all, we're heading into a new stage of these characters' lives. Yeah, we're and heading I'll, into it, college. And this is what I'll say is why this was my favorite episode so far. It bodes, I thought it boded extremely well for future seasons well that's what i I was thinking too because like in grade 11 and grade 12 which they were in the past season and this season, they can get away with all this childish stuff like it's it doesn't need much explanation like they're young kids and they're dumb yeah and then when we get into first year college they can still get away with that stuff a little bit to an extent yeah but the further you get into college and after college then it starts to become like oh you can't get away with as much you can't just pass it off as being young and dumb anymore you know what i mean and and I totally agree. And I, I don't know anything about future seasons, like even timelines mm-hmm. or anything. What I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get to see their college lives. Like really, uh, I hope we get to see those years. And it doesn't yeah. do like a flash forward, like four yeah. years later. I don't oh, think it'll would, do that. That would be so what, devastating. That's exactly what One Tree Hill did. Oh, and, uh, and it broke my heart, dude. Like you get flashbacks to college, but... Like, I don't think you could do that on, in this show. Maybe you no, can, because I have just no like, idea. But. University has been pegged as such a huge part mm-hmm. of their lives. Like It's a huge part of the show which school they're going to go to. So yeah. to skip past that, I hope they don't, because this was such a cool new environment. I think it works really well with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, to toss out a couple of my quotes, you said, uh, I hope you get the important ones. Well, sometimes, <laughs> you got zero important sometimes ones. we swing and we miss. Okay, hey, Sometimes, sometimes we, we do no important. Sometimes it's about yeah, yeah. the Chuck one-liners. Sometimes, and so, yeah, <laughs> and I and I'm not gonna lie, one of those is absolutely <laughs> on my list. I always got to have a Chuck one-liner. Hey, like um, we said, we're not recapping the show; we're just no, analyzing. We're analyzing, and and uh, of course, we'll get into the important stuff on our highlight moments, maybe. Um, but I just looked at my highlights, and they're kind of they're kind of just funny stuff too. But this anyway, was a funny <laughs> episode; like it wasn't like a, a super super impactful episode. This was a funny episode, exactly. Um, so this is actually at the very beginning of the episode when Serena, um, 
is looking at like her page six article mm -hmm. and she says to Lily, she goes, I'm sorry they called you my unidentified friend. And Lily responds, I guess it's better than mother, which is like a funny one offline, yeah. but also kind of a savage comment and a little bit, uh, a little bit of an insight into uh, Lily. Like we kind of get into later episodes. Lily hasn't always been the greatest maternal figure. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think it kind of reveals itself there that she'd rather be an unidentified friend than yeah. known as Serena's mom because yeah. she no longer gets to wear the sexy dress. She no longer mm -hmm. gets to go out and party with Rufus or whatever. Um, my second quote, though, is, oh, man, it's got to be one of my favorites of all time. Uh, it's Chuck to Nate. He goes, this is right before they leave for, for university. Mm-hmm. He's getting his signature scarf on. They're getting ready to leave. He goes, get excited, Archibald. We're three hours away from horny women's studies majors hoping to work out all their anger towards men in their bunk beds. Which is so... <laughs> I mean, that's so definitely good. like a first year, like, douchebag, like, mentality going into university. Right? Oh, and I mean, and that's why I wrote it down. Because <laughs> we've talked about on the podcast before how I did take you women did studies. Women studies. And I, I wouldn't say I ever worded it in that crass a way, but I'm not going to lie. That was the intention was to meet <laughs> girls. I thought, yeah. look, there's going to be a high percentage of women in these classes. Um, I didn't think they were, I was going to work out their anger towards me yeah. in their, but I didn't think that was going to be really the, uh, the chemistry situation, but I found out on four, and this is, I'm making a kind of a blanket statement, but these were my findings that most of the you know what i'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> you know we're gonna skip it doesn't they're not necessarily looking for someone like me that's what i'll uh they, yeah that, they weren't those were my findings your, your, your craft yeah yeah it wasn't really my yeah they weren't interested in my demographic so um <laughs> and that's that's pretty much what chuck figures out too he doesn't really uh hit it off with any women in his first yeah. run through but do you want to <laughs> do you want to hit us with uh with some highlight moments uh yeah I was actually, okay, this is something I wanted to bring up. Serena, you know how Serena became like this, like the queen of everything at school? Yeah. She kind of just like stopped like immediately. Like her reign didn't last very long. Okay. You know I, mean? I, I couldn't agree more. And I did, that wasn't something that I even realized until that I was That was kind of disappointing to me. A little predictions bit. for next week. Because my predictions last week were that she was going to crash and burn. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. Maybe like you said, oh, I think it's going to happen further down the line. You thought she was going to have a like a stay on that that high for these five episodes mm -hmm. and kind of neither happened right yeah, like she it kind of just yeah went back to normal like it's yeah. like oh it's very weird that and i have this in one of my highlights very weird that page six is rocking with a random high school girl yeah. on the cover like that's it's not like she's like a a musician or an actor she's just kind of she's just friends rich. with famous people <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so i mean but it's weird, like you. Th it doesn't really define the episode as much as you think it's going to at the end of episode five, right? When she's in front of that limo, like, and she has hordes of paparazzi surrounding her. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, it I totally does know what play you a part, obviously, because everyone's like, "Oh, I want you to be at this school for sure." So it, it, it does, does play, play its part. part, but it didn't play team. as big of a part as I thought it would. The dean, when he's like asking her if she can do a press release saying that she came and visited or, or committed there or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he's looking at the page six article, which is so, I don't know, like it's so weird to me. I guess he says they're trying to change their image to be more hip or whatever. Yeah. But you're Yale. Like, what are you looking yeah, for? Yeah, what are you page, looking for? She's in page six. So, you know, 
I mean, what? Okay, like Rob yeah. Kardashian is in page six. You want to give him <laughs> an honorary degree from Yale? You're Yale. Yeah. Have some pride, Dean. I mean, but yeah, I mean, your school has done the history has done the work for you. You're yeah. already at the top. Yeah. Uh, but but based off sort of what you said about Serena, I my first note because we we start off the episode by seeing into Blair's dream and she's having that anxiety about Serena beating her out for school. Mm-hmm. I, I think Blair's insecurities make her so much more of an interesting character. And we've seen that more and more. I don't know. It adds like such an extra layer to this popular, beautiful girl. Um, and look, I'm not like we said before, this is a great show. But I actually do think this is a great like writing approach where you don't mm-hmm. see that a lot with like this beautiful, popular, powerful, smart w- young woman. And she has all these anxieties. Mm-hmm. And and I just think that makes her so much more interesting. I I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm into Blair this season. I I like Blair. I like where Blair's at for sure. There's a yeah. lot of uh, development going on there. Yeah. Also, I had down. Um, <laughs> what's this girl like? Look, what's this girl's deal with Nate? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. First of all, a little, a little weird. Like I had this written down too. You're a TA. You're, I know what you're gonna say this is not a first year. Yeah, I guarantee they're in bed, and she goes <laughs> midway through. They're they're starting to hook up, and she goes. What do you think of Marquez? <laughs> what, like what? Hey, maybe not the time. Like who? She just pulls out a book, be like, "I have to know your thoughts on this." This is your deal breaker. Yeah. No, you, yeah. You, you, I wrote you, down. Sorry, guys, before I, we I, have sex, let's talk about our favorite authors. Yeah, yeah. Like you didn't even properly figure out this guy's full identity, and you're worried about his his literary taste. Yeah. Yeah, so that's ridiculous. so funny. Like, I, I guess Nate lied and like he just went full because we're not showing this on screen. I guess he just went full immersion into Dan Humphrey and said that he was an English student. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, man, I probably wouldn't do that if she's an English student because you're probably going to not be able to fake her out that well. <laughs> and that's I dumb. Mean, Nate he, right definitely there. Wa- he definitely wasn't expecting the the like questions about. Oh, I mean, that's a wild card. Off. That's a wild card move, right? Yeah. <laughs> man, when she pulls out the book, I was. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call him dumb name for that. That's that's not on. No, him. no, that's a that's a weird move from her. I forget her name. We do get it a couple times. Um, hilarious that Nate totally forgets her name. Uh, in well, the she's later just episode, forgettable. She's just... she is she is forgettable. Um, also, Dan is obsessed with the my world versus your word world angle. Um, and I'm so glad Nate dunked on him. Like I, for, I forget what the exact context was, but basically, um, oh, oh, Nate was like, oh, I'm just like, oh yeah, he pretended to be Dan, obviously. And mm-hmm. I think Dan was like, oh, you can just lie and get away with it. That's what everything's like in your world. And Nate's like, dude, do you ever get tired about carrying that fucking chip around on your shoulder? <laughs> like, let it go, bro. Like, not everything is a class issue. Yeah. But Dan I, thinks it is because it's that's, his whole identity is being poor, right? That's his bit. Yeah, it's all he can write about. Yeah. But now Nate is like homeless. So he's the poor guy, but no one knows. But yeah, I feel that, like that's yeah. going to play a big role in Nate's sort of evolution. Like he's going to be like, he's obviously like already become more of a human. Yeah. But I think we're going to see him like level up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be fair, even at the beginning of season one, he was never. The type of guy who wanted to be rich though he was never yeah, Chuck yeah, Bass, yeah, yeah. right like yeah. chuck was always like dude this is the life we're born into like we're we get all these luxuries and we got to pay a price for it and he's like fuck it i just want to go to uf usc and be poor um and well okay you got half your dream right there you're halfway there you're poor now. Yeah, you're poor yeah 
Um, also, what do I have here about Chuck? Oh, yeah, dude. I would have bet my whole life that Chuck wasn't going to give up Nate to the Skull and Bones club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, great that sick that Chuck just called that he, oh, they'll find me. I loved his plan. He just, Nate's like, what are we, they're just going to find us sitting in the park. Nate and Chuck's like, yeah. yeah, Fuck yeah. 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 And they do. And they kidnap him. (laughs) Yeah. That's like their move. That's like their only way of contact, though. It's like straight up kidnapping people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they, I didn't look into the real skull and bones and see if that's like their MO, but I think we saw like three kidnappings. Yeah. By, by them alone. Um, kind but of a I, wild move, yeah. But what an awesome twist, eh? Mm-hmm. What an awesome twist to give up Dan. It's just like perfect. And then, well, and the Nate... foreshadowing on that is like him pretending to be Dan earlier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then exactly. Dan becoming Nate. <laughs> oh, it just it worked perfectly. It yeah. just worked perfectly. And um, and the fact that Nate is then to def- like he defends Dan is like no, I actually think he's pretty cool. I love that. I just thought the whole dynamic made so much sense. I love that. This is why I love this episode. I thought all the character development was in line with what I thought should happen to Mm -hmm. the characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also Um, have written down how to join a secret society. Just sleep with a lot of women. Because that's the only thing they talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, what else does Chuck have to his name that that it's his doing? He doesn't work hard. He, they they don't know but his scheming like what they're not like oh you're a great schemer you can be part of the skull and bones <laughs> yeah. i hear i hear you snap a lot of like unsolicited pictures of people making out for your own personal gain yeah so i guess sleeping around is really and parties you know he has yeah, parties, means so. to great parties yeah. also blair's pete fairmont switch up mm-hmm. was the i think it had to be the most savage thing we, we've seen all series yeah I, I i wrote down imagine getting played that hard by a kid in high school yeah just destroyed man like and i honestly don't even know how serena forgives her yeah like like the fact that she pulled out when she brought that up like i kind of like yeah i don't know how she forgave like that's just so fucked up to me that that's unforgivable and not only does she put it in there she says oh it's just the guy she killed like okay good luck wiggling your way to that one serena you, yeah. she's left she hasn't left a lot of room for error there no but yes i don't know serena somehow forgives her and I, on top of that she's still able to like we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here but she still has a chance at yale oh, even after sure. all that which is just who you so, mean serena oh no for blair sure. blair after ruining all that oh yeah oh, also blair, serena both of them blair i think is yeah i think she's locked into yale yeah, well, she I, is. Yeah, I just don't want yeah. to get ahead. But. Yeah, no, I got you. We don't want to jump ahead. No, we'll we'll skip ahead. <laughs> that was us rewinding yeah. for all the listeners. Now, I have a one of my favorite highlights. So, do you remember when obviously Dan is tied up to the statue? Yep. And the college girl comes up, and she goes, "Hold on, I got this." My mom was in the navy. Yeah. What <laughs> does that inherently make you her daughter? good with knots are you yeah are you like parallel by association you were in the navy as well yeah she inherited that dna with where she just knows how to untie knots also when did the navy become like a glorified like girl scouts yeah yeah well it's just like uh, yeah i'm sure i'm sure they're gonna tie knots don't know mom was coming home and being like okay honey put down the books here's the knots that i learned on the marques it's time for knots (laughs) uh also 
Chuck just keeps ending the episodes like such a boss, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, I, obviously, he has that fight with Nate, but I, the fact that he he completely blackmails one of the most secret societies, at, like, I couldn't believe it when those guys yeah, did not see the twist unreal. coming that the girls had cameras on them. Yeah. And he's like, I know I'm not coming here. Fuck you. I own you. <laughs> Dude, he says, I own you. These are like future congressmen or yeah. or maybe a president or CEOs of Wells Fargo. Or like, yeah. It's insane how powerful these guys are going to be someday. And Chuck's just like, yep, I own you at age 17 or 18. Get played. Get owned. Yeah. yeah. I love so that. Who, who was your? Cu- I have a very spicy answer to this one. Um, yeah. Who was your couple to watch this episode? Because I found this is was very very difficult to choose one this episode. Um, this episode, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I wrote this down as a joke, but I put Lillian Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have um, just thrown that in as a joke dude, and forgot to go what? back. I'm trying <laughs> to think. You know what? Um, is this the one where Lily? Yeah, no, I think um Jenny. I just totally skipped Jenny's storyline this episode. I wasn't really interested in it. But yeah. um, sorry for all the the Gen heads out there. Yeah. But which of which there are zero. But I think she takes her dad up to the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, maybe, and then that. he yeah, sees yeah. her in the the smoking dress. I yeah. have to assume that was this episode. Anytime there's any interaction life. between Lily and Rufus, I'm going to yeah. put them as my couple's watch. That's Sorry, so I apologize, funny. but it has that's to hilarious. I I honestly mine really. I honestly that's fine. Like there was no other couplings. I put Dan and Nate just because okay, yeah, that, I was like, going to put. I actually did think about putting Dan and Nate. Yeah, just because it's huge. Like you know, good mm-hmm. friendship. I really I really like them as a duo. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Who was your whose stock rose or dropped the most this episode? Uh, I say Jenny had the oh, most same. success for sure. Yeah, and so Fel, did I. I actually don't have anything written down for Fel because I couldn't really. Nobody did a lot of like moving on the scale, you know. Yeah, I totally Jenny, agree. Jenny came up, but everyone else just kind of remained stagnant. I Dan did get tied to a statue, but so. but he ends up it's but it, he like, ends up fine. Gonna, yeah. yeah, he ends up fine, and she's gonna try to get him by the end of the episode. Yeah. Um. That that recommendation, yeah. yeah. So he, he's all good. I actually had no one, and then I switched it yeah. to the skull and bones. Okay. Oh, gee. yeah. That's actually like, a good call. Yeah, because they, they uh, literally they got played invincible. by a high school kid. Their lives are basically blueprinted for success, and now they're literally owned by one of the most devilish high school students <laughs> in in the world. Yeah okay you ready to go uh oh, by the way i've also had a couple people telling me um the meaning to each episode which i actually really really appreciate oh, yeah. um because i could look it up but it's more fun when people but hit it's me more up fun and me. also when you just guess when i'm able to guess new haven can be new haven can wait is that like uh i think he- what heaven can wait i don't know i i don't know i'm reaching there i really don't know what about chuck in real life i think that's got to be stuck in real life yeah okay i but mean yeah i don't have anything, next anything one, else the next one i don't want to jump ahead the next one i had no fucking idea what it was Number no eight. idea yeah oh uh i know what it is but pret-a-port-jay manger what's that it's a, i don't know it's a french word french word <laughs> i don't know what it means but it i think it's like um 
some it's some <laughs> kind of meal. It's some kind of meal or something. Okay. I just right. heard it said before. I don't know what it means. I know we have some some very high class and cultured listeners. Um, it's a meal. Good. It's a meal that doesn't exist to us poor people. Yeah, I guarantee. I know we have some very cultured listeners to this specific podcast, and that's not a joke. Uh, so I know they will reach out and tell us what Predator J is referring to. Dude, mm-hmm. you said it like I was some uncultured swine, and then you had no, 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 idea. no, 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 no. no. I'm not, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant I know what it is. <laughs> no, I got you. All right, let's jump in. Chuck in real life. It's got a super short wiki summary here. Vanessa blackmails Blair into helping her with the cause, which leads to Blair seeking revenge along with Chuck. Meanwhile, Lily and Bart throw an extravagant housewarming party, but a rebellious Serena is not ready to play by the rules. Also, Dan and Jenny discover a big secret Nate has been keeping from his friends. All right, you want to hit me with a qu- Oh, shit. I have, a, oh, I have three quotes, but they're all long, and they're all... Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, and there's one that's an exchange between Chuck and Blair. Well, wow, mine's okay. about Chuck from Gossip Girl. You go, you go, man. We are. This is what I'm saying. We are We're ch- Chuck heads. Is that what we want to call ourselves? Um, maybe bass uh, heads, bass bassles, bassles. Maybe, but yeah, or Mother Chuckers. I mother think we have to be the Mother a... Chuckers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're a couple Mother Chuckers for yeah, sure. We okay. Are a couple Mother Chuckers. You go ahead. You go ahead um this one's from gossip girl and says poor chuck bass you made your bet and now you have to lie in it which i thought was a very well written line if you like yeah dig deep into it, you know what i mean no i i like that one good a lot. play on words i like great that. play on words gossip girl comes with the quippy with the quippy quotes for mm-hmm. sure yeah now oh i i just like this one uh who's even referring to i think oh it was vanessa it was vanessa okay it says uh did you have a reason for coming here? Because if it was an insult me, there's a website you can go to, which which I just love. That's just mm-hmm. a classic Chuck Quippy line. And then I have uh, one from Blair and Chuck. She goes, what took you so long? And then he goes, if you thought that was long, you have no idea what you're in for. <laughs> this is when she was waiting in the bedroom. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. dude. I do remember that one. If I didn't have goosebumps rolling up and down my 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 whole body. Oh, my God. What? Also, so... you, also, you could just put a Batman mask over Chuck Bass at any moment. Dude, he has the Robert indistinguishable. Batman voice down. Yeah. He, in his prime, if he, like, got in shape, he could have played Batman. For sure. Yeah, we already made the claim last episode, I think, that yeah. Chuck is Batman. And you know what? Later After... on, I have written down, I think it's, like, one of the last episodes, but I have Bart is short for Batman because <laughs> he also embodies Batman. He does. All these mysterious business trips. And he's he... a billionaire. And he's got nine, just no remorse in those eyes. Like, he could definitely be beating criminals to a pulp on a nightly basis. For sure. For sure. Um, oh, and then between Blair and Chuck again. When Chuck refuses to sleep with her, mm-hmm. she goes, is this because of Vanessa? It was a game, Chuck. That's it. He responds, maybe I'm prepared to raise the stakes. Are you ready to play that game? I chased you for long enough. It's time you chased me. Oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, I love it. Oh, my I God. I feel like was... you paused at that moment and you did yeah. that exact reaction. And then I went back and I watched it three more times. <laughs> it was so good, man. Yeah. What a di- like, get dunked on. That's so true. Chuck has been chasing you for so long, Blair, and you were asking him to declare his love for you. Mm-hmm. And now you're not even willing to say it back. Like, what time? What type of game is that? Yeah. All right. Are you ready to jump into your highlight moments? 
Yeah, I, I want to show you the first three things that I wrote down. Mm. So I wrote right. chair, chairs back, kind of. Ch- yep, They're chairs back. Way. They're yep. on. They're well on their way. Yep. Uh, Nate is homeless. We find that out. Yep. And being gay isn't family friendly. Dude, because okay. Bart is trying to. He's like Eric. No, your boyfriend cannot come. Well, but anyone else can. Here's the thing. So I thought that that was the case. Later mm-hmm. in the episode, Eric says that he said that he could come, um, yeah. and that Eric decided that he didn't want to. Like, I mean, Eric is so wise. He's like, yeah, I, well, thought... I didn't want to come out to a, a national magazine. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I thought that uh, Eric was just, like, being pressured by Bart. That's what I Well, okay, so that's a fair point. Like, oh, um, a billionaire and a 15-year-old sounds like a, a fair conversation or sounds like a conversation between two peers, which mm-hmm. is a great point. But just the way Eric said it where he's like, no, 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 it was my decision. Um, Eric, Eric is, is too wise. Eric is so wise, dude. He was He's given... I, that's my first note. Serena is super dramatic about these new normal rules that are mm-hmm. like, hey, could you just be home be by home 1 a.m. <laughs> when you're in high school? In New York City in high yeah. school. Like, pretty yeah. tame rule. We're going to have dinner together once a week. <laughs> like, that's where I draw the line. And there were a few others that are just, like, so normal. And she's freaking out. I love when she I, – I, it's not a direct quote, but she was like – uh, Lily, our mom always uh, changes her philosophies for whatever guy she's with. Remember that? Remember when we? I think she said, "Remember when we were Muslim for like two months or something?" Yeah, uh, just, uh, our yeah. brief conversion to Islam. I think. That's yeah, what she yeah. Said. yeah, yeah, just hilarious. I couldn't even tell if that was like if she was joking or not, but that's a great line. But yeah. then Eric is like, "Hey, it's it's actually not that bad. Just chill out. Just chill. Listen to um, your fifteen-year-old brother." Also, I have it written down here, and I told you about this the other day when I saw you. Um, mm-hmm. You literally called Chuck and Blair's alliance perfectly. Now, it doesn't really... I thought it would last longer, though. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. come to total fruition, uh, because Chuck does... I mean, I love that little glimpse into his con- into his conscience, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He feels yeah. bad about, um, about screwing over Vanessa. But uh, I, I just love to see them working together, even if it's for the sake of evil sometimes. Yeah, no, like, I love it. it was so way, if they're working together, evil. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the fact this is literally just turning into the Chuck Bass podcast. We gotta, we gotta. <laughs> I, next week, I gotta consciously steer away from. Obsessed to be Chuck. fair, though, they did have the bigger storylines this week. Oh, for sure. This until was a Chuck at, at this point, anyway. For sure, there were other weeks where Chuck's not even in most of the episodes. Yeah. So it's definitely yeah, it's it's hit and miss. We're making up for lost time. Exactly. The, just the fact that Chuck met Eric's boyfriend first, I, I love that dude. Like their mm-hmm. relationship is so sick. Where he's like, "Oh yeah, I met Chuck. Uh, I met Chuck last week. It was awesome." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh man, this guy. He has layers. He has layers mm-hmm. for also, sure." Also, I'm kind of I kind of want more Eric. Like we didn't really get a whole lot of him. This uh, dude, these five. We need more Eric. We do. I think he's really there to be just like a philosophical presence like a beacon of of wisdom voice of reason he's not really like i really i said before i like how they kind of made his character more three-dimensional where he has you know that that big roadblock of coming out to his family and Mm. they've thrown in a few other character traits but i think they're not really putting in the work to make him like a full-fledged cast member like they did with jenny you know what i I think he'll become that maybe 
You think so? I I would like. Hey, I'd I would like it. to see that. Just from what we've seen right now, I, I, yeah, I, I, I want more of that for mm-hmm. sure. Also, I just have written down that that's, and of course, we know this already. Any, any viewers of the show will know this, but the sexual tension between Chuck and Blair is literally, and I don't think this is that hard to take. I wrote down it's literally incomparable in the history of television. Wow. I think you could make an argument that there's no two people that have more sexual chemistry and tension. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you could match it, but you can't tell me that that is that's surpassed by it. Like just they are so attached yeah. by the cosmos and yeah. so consistent with it you know what i mean like yeah, it's exactly. just so prolonged it never over, fades over episodes yeah and like you see serena and dan like they're able to kind of be friends now i mean chuck and player never could truly just be friends like they're saying that they are right now a little bit near the end of the episodes like they're but kind they're, of they're not they're not they're not no it could never be no. also just the fact that Lily and they kind of go over this quite a bit. I wrote it down when it was first mentioned. It's not that nuanced to point out, but just the fact that Lily has married slash dated two different Klauses. <laughs> Klaus is, is a K and Klaus is a C. Is hilarious. I wanted to Google how many times she's been married, mm-hmm. but I did not because no, no, what I and I thought I was so proud of myself for for thinking that I guarantee that she gets married again in this series yeah i, I don't think it. her and bart are gonna i don't know i just don't oh, see I, her and bart lasting i don't think her and bart last they, they so, can't they can't so, or at least she might not get married again but at least they will get divorced so i didn't want to like look and see like oh and she ends up with this person uh, and yeah. so i didn't google it but i feel like she's been married like five what five times six times like a million times unless at you least know. at least i don't know i'm a if I had to guess, I'd say like yeah, six or seven. Yeah, I feel like we've gotten the. I feel like if we've you've married that, two but... Klauses, you you gotta be close to double digits. <laughs> now, do you have any more highlights, or do you want to jump into your couple to watch? Um. Oh, right. I have written down right here. Bart and Lily get divorced at some point. That's pretty. Boom. Boom. Yeah, they're so Bart ends up kind of coming off a little more sane near the end of the episode. Like he doesn't seem as overbearing. But, oh yeah, I I have that written right under. We're, we're kind of like seeing Bart being humanized a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like you see the rationale behind it. At first, it's like, oh, he's just doing this because he has a big buyer that wants to show that his family values. And then you're like, oh my god, he's a homophobe. Like fuck this guy. Then mm-hmm. none of that turns out to be true. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, some of it maybe is, but he's certainly not um, discriminating against Eric. Like, yeah. but still, it's. This is not Lily's love story. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. This is not who she wants to this spend. This is definitely the rest not her, her worst marriage, with. but yeah, it's not. I don't think exactly it's she's meant to be. Exactly. Now, who is your couple to watch? That being said, Buck. It has to be. This is a Buck yeah. episode all the way. This it's interesting Buck. to me how Vanessa seems to have chemistry. This might be the actress, maybe, but or maybe just the way they're writing her. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like I really liked her and Nate together, but even that spark of chemistry between her and Chuck, I found kind of intriguing. I feel like she's gonna be 
with everyone. You know what I mean? I think she's going to have her moments with everybody. She'll, she'll definitely be with Nate. Or not. Uh, yeah, maybe Nate. Well, who, I don't know anymore. She'll <laughs> definitely be with. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to jump ahead. But she'll definitely be with Dan at some point. I would bet my life on it. Oh, 100%. It's going to happen. I would also yeah. bet my life. Um, They've like set it up as it has to happen. And I mean, nothing wrong with that. I just think maybe it's an actress thing. Maybe it's a writing thing. I just think she has very easy chemistry with with uh, multiple people. That seems very natural. But this is a Chuck and Blair episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, devastating scenes near the end and, uh, and foreshadowing Blair's behavior in the next couple episodes. Now, whose mm-hmm. stock rose and dropped the most to I you? I said Rose Chuck because he's kind of in control. Of him mm-hmm. and Blair's destiny now. Yeah, she's kind of got her the upper the upper hand on her. Yeah, now it's it's in the ball's in her court really. It's ball really isn't good. ball isn't her court mm-hmm. now. I put Dan just because his friendship with um, Chuck is flourishing. He invites Chuck to live with him, which is a super, you know, Do you mean nice Nate? or Nate. Nate obviously is <laughs> his like, relationship what? with Nate. Chuck. You know, Relationship with Chuck is actually dwindling very quickly, yeah. uh, souring extremely fast. But his uh, his friendship with uh, Nate really interests me. The fact that he invited him to live with him was really cool. Uh, and his friendship with Serena. They end mm-hmm. up having that nice cock on the steps. Yeah. Um, and, and so, I don't know. I, I thought that, uh, that it was a cool kind of episode for him, at least, just in terms of his relationships with the other yeah. uh, characters. Did you? Yeah, who's dropped the most to you? Nate, because we find out that he's uh, homeless. homeless. Yeah, I mean, tough look. I I would agree. That's a that's a, that's a very solid pick. I put Blair. I think it really comes down to yeah, those two. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blair just looked like a huge villain. I mean, do you know what's and... funny? We both had the opposite sides of the. You had um, yeah, exactly. Dan rising, and then I had yeah, Nate yeah. falling, and then you had I had Chuck rising, you had Blair falling. Mm-hmm. So it really goes to show they both were very in line. Yeah, we're very in line for sure. Now, episode eight, Predator J. Again, yeah. write us in. Let us know how yeah. we are uncultured. Pieces and also of let trash. David know that he's a dumb idiot for not <laughs> yeah. knowing. What it was. Yeah, please write us in and tell me uh, how dumb and stupid I am. All right, uh, our short wiki summary of the episode. Jenny befriends a young model, Agnes, who encourages Jenny to not only explore her wild side, but also confront her boss, Eleanor Waldorf, who's attempting to, quote, borrow Jenny's designs. Serena meets an artist, Aaron Rose, and realizes they have an instant chemistry. I don't know about that. Blair (laughs) attempts to seduce Chuck, but it proves tougher than she ever imagined. Now, do you have a, a quote of the episode here? Oh, uh, yeah, it's when Agnes and Jenny first kind of come together. Okay. She's like, I'm Agnes, by the way. I think we work together because I kind of recognize the top of your head. And then Jenny's like, yeah, because I think I recognize your feet, which is uh, kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of weird. I don't know. It's tough to know if these shows are trying to, like, I don't know. I'm reading into it for sure. But Take it out of context. It could be a little bit. Yeah, like, they're throwing it. <laughs> So many sexual I don't references. I don't think they maybe they meant it, but maybe they, they didn't. Either, you know what I like mean? when you pull that out of context, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but there's something. I think there's some valid there. <laughs> there's definitely something there for sure. Now, 
this is <laughs> man. I have another truck one. Uh, I, I can't help it, man. I can't help it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mother trucker deep down, deep down truckers. to the core. Yeah. But I have a non-truck one too. But my first one was him talking to a player at the bar, and he goes, "I gave you a shot. While your efforts were admirable, I'm bored, and you ruined my pants." Good night, player. <laughs> I just loved it. Like it was such an intimate moment between like this woman who's in love with this man. They're going out together. She's trying to seduce him, and just, the the punchline: you just you fucking ruined my pants. Like, what do you mm-hmm. expect? We can't be together. These are these are Armani slacks yeah a devastating scene but another one comes from aaron um it's not actually i thought it would be a more important quote than it was maybe it will be but uh yeah it's so weird it was such a pointless yeah that was such a pointless quote actually but aaron says to dan uh when he's asking about max the photographer agnes's friend because mm-hmm. yeah max is a good guy as long as he's not dating your little sister, which I was like, oh my gosh, Jenny's going to get ass- assaulted, right? Or something. Mm-hmm, something. Like something. As they're leaving together, like what a, I don't know. I, I And then it ended up not coming to fruition at all. We'll probably never see Max again. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but like, also, we haven't yeah. stated this, but we both dislike Aaron very much. Do you want to just get into that now? Because, okay, it's literally my one, two, three, fourth highlight word for word aaron is such a huge dork there's no way i buy that he's oh yeah yeah there's no way um that i buy that he's the one giving the i'm not dating right now response did you mm-hmm. hear do you remember when he said that serena's like yeah. oh i'm not dating right now he goes oh that excuse normally i'm the one giving it really nerd i don't think you are you're giving you're... it well but also later in these episodes he's dating every girl that he's ever met like it's just Maybe it's the character. Maybe it's how it's written. And I know the actor, Aaron, his name is just Aaron um, in real life, too. No last name. The actor, Aaron, I know he listens to the podcast, so I don't want to hurt his feelings. But I just hate the actor, I think. I, I don't I think that's intentional, though. Do you I know? don't even know if it's the. I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't know if we're supposed to hate him. I think I fucking hate him. <laughs> I hate him too. He's got the most punchable face. The I was hair. actually very nice to him though in what I wrote down. I said I dislike Aaron very much, which oh, is very <laughs> PG yeah. for me. I don't know why I was yeah. so <laughs> so nice about yeah. it. Did you have like someone look at did you have him looking over your shoulder? He might shoulder have been looking over my it? shoulder as I was watching, so I was like trying yeah. to be nice. Dude, his hair is so annoying too. When he's kissing Serena, <laughs> and that one little strand just like whipping her face. Yeah. I I don't know. It, it's being framed like they have this cute backstory. Oh, he's um, I guess he's kind of a dick with the whole dating thing, but he's not necessarily giving the most egregious speech. It's definitely patronizing, mm-hmm. uh, where he's like, "Hey, you're feel free to date other people too," and she's like okay fuck off like i don't need you to pat me on the head i haven't done a lot of dating in my life but you know it's never worked that well i mean i like you can't like i know they're not exclusive but you're not straight up just going on a date and then seeing your other date come in that's the thing at the same time now we you alluded to it last episode gary i'm a little yeah i'm i'm a single guy a little yeah. bit of a serial single guy. What I will say, never in my life have I, <laughs> if I gone on a date, and as that date's leaving, I go on another date. Not even leaving, though. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah, there. like, oh, would you actually mind leaving now? My other date is here. <laughs> yeah. 
just such a and hey feel free to do that with me too dude there's no guy who would be like oh yeah that's cool i'll just leave now that you have this other guy here yeah. insecure aaron would be like wait what the fuck is going on i just did a full, <laughs> full portrait of you and she's like oh yeah well i've got Ch- or i've got chase from the lacrosse team because every other guy in this fucking show plays lacrosse i guess every guy every like, unimportant character just plays lacrosse. <laughs> yeah it's like i oh, plays lacrosse at some school we're never gonna see the writers are definitely like okay we've put in so much effort to the backstory of every other character the rest of them just play lacrosse at the all other girls school. play field hockey and all guys play lacrosse yeah or a bit of soccer in the park <laughs> yeah. Also, Dan, 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 sounding like an absolute amateur. Dude, talking about soccer. he didn't know what juggling was, it was yeah, pissing yeah, me off. Like, oh, hey, the man. knee bouncing thing. Knee bouncing thing, dude. You're on the team. <laughs> Google a couple terms. Oh, Dad, Nate just does a knee bouncing thing so easily. Like, wh- wh- you play the sport now. Yeah. I mean, it's probably good for his Yale application. Honestly, that was my first thought. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, also okay. A couple of my actual highlights here. We went off a bit of a tangent there on Aaron. Holy crow, we went really in on him. Poor yeah, guy. He sucks. Man. First of all, I'm gonna run through a couple quickly here. Blair mm. loves. She fucking loves candles, dude. She's obsessed with candles. She's gonna have a fire at some point. She mm. literally, she did it with Nate. She's done it with Chuck like four times. She just lights a million candles in uh, in a room. It's l- so gorgeous. However, very romantic. However. I think it's going to be a plot point where she burns to death someday. Second, <laughs> Agnes being a model's name, a little bit of a wild twist. When I think model, I don't yeah. think Angus. Or, or Angus. I, definitely, I definitely don't think Angus, but I definitely don't think Agnes either. Now, if we have a couple of listeners named Agnes, my apologies. Um, also, Jenny's life is an extremely weird roller coaster. Oh, my God. It now, goes through the... To the sky and above the clouds. Yeah. And then right back down underground now, within I'm, three seconds. I'm writing this on episode eight. Since then, a lot goes down. Like, <laughs> I, I wrote that just as Jenny quits Eleanor's design company, which is like, yeah. oh, risky decision. I did not like it. Um, maybe that's just my personality. Like I'm someone who, you know, I want to work for, it's like a, no, I, I didn't like it either. I know security in a big company. Yeah. No, I could see like, she's very talented, obviously, but I agree that like you have this job, you're 15. Yeah. Take what you can get. Well, I think it's important for us to say that too, because last episode we were saying like, Hey, Rufus, you should let uh, you should let Jenny take this opportunity with Eleanor. Well, that's the thing too, right? He let her, and then she's just throwing it away. Like, there's a huge difference between working for an established designer and the stability that offers, and going yeah. out on your own at 15 because Agnes told you to during your underwear dance party. This is yeah, two different things, Jenny. She's so stupid sometimes. Like she'll have everything, she'll throw it away. Oh my god, um. Also, I, I wrote down, I like Nate and Jenny way more as, like, the brother-sister relationship. I'm not a huge fan that they, like, romanticized that. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, like, it throws in an interesting plot point, but um, I don't know. Yeah. Also, my last highlight, and then if you have any others, feel free to just uh, to just jump right in. Oh, my God. N- Guess who just called me, Gary? Who? 
um the blood donor clinic (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a okay if you're not an old-time listener of the run of my podcast then you you probably won't get the gravity of that call um but they will be calling back and if you are a long-time listener of the run of my podcast you'll know that 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 call has been a long time coming and we'll uh, talk about that on the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's just on this coming Wednesday for sure. Oh, that's funny. Also, my last highlight, there's just zero trust between Chuck and Player. Mm-hmm. They, they both, when they're up on the roof, they're also, Dan, fuck off. Why do you need to ruin every relationship? Like, he literally just sabotages their relationship. Because he Man. can't have his own. That's why. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Season two, Dan, like, I don't hate him as much as some people said we would. Maybe he gets worse. But right now, he, he's fine. But there was just such a... I do dislike you him a little bit. Move. Though, like, you know come I mean? on, man. But anyways, they immediately are like, you're playing a game. And the other one's like, no, you're playing a game. It's just so... T- Look, they have that intimacy. They have... Clearly, there's love there. There's tons of sexual chemistry. But zero trust. Zero mm-hmm. trust at all. Now, mm-hmm. do you have any highlights or you want to jump into a couple of the week? I know we got to some of your highlights already, obviously. Yeah, I, th- I think we just jump into it. We got to... Mm-hmm gotta get in these next two episodes now mine is jenny and nate for obvious reasons mm-hmm. mine Whoa. was um also jenny and nate yeah yeah very just i had written something. down earlier in the like when i was watching as i was watching i said how long before jenny and nate get together and then my last note is apparently jenny and nate are together <laughs> <laughs> yeah it happens quick and yeah. uh and you know, I'm I'm not I'm not really all for it. But whose stock rose the most to you? Um, I don't know why the fuck I have this written down, but I have Aaron written down. Well, I mean, he had a big art show. He's that is he's, true. Gets he was, Serena to fall for him. Like he was like that's maybe that's why because he's getting Serena and yeah the art show for sure. So yeah, I'll stick with Aaron, even though I hate him. Yeah, I I think I even hated him at this point, so I surprised I wrote that down. But he did he did rise. I don't I don't really know who'd you have written down. So I, I, don't, I don't know anyone else who rose. This is, it's a tough episode, dude. I I like similarly to how I almost had no one drop in the in episode six. Mm-hmm. In this one, I had almost no one rise. But I, yeah. I put Chuck just because you know he does have Blair chasing after him, who he so clearly is in love with. Uh, they obviously don't get together, yeah. but. They do have that mature scene at the end, which I think we should talk about um, just briefly, where they pretty much come to the conclusion of like, look, we're going to neither. He says neither one of us won or lost. Yeah. Like we're, we both love the game too much. We should wait until mm-hmm. we've grown up more, which is so insightful. Uh, wait until we're a little more mature to get to give this thing a go which mm-hmm. i love that scene and so really for that alone almost that maturity and that emotional intelligence i give it to chuck yeah that's uh, for dropped i mean do you you want to just say it i on mean three? we don't even we don't even have to say it I don't think. one two three jenny, jenny. <laughs> yeah she's fucking like come on jenny all right no we don't even need to get into <laughs> we're that we're not getting into it because we're gonna get right back into it next episode <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly episode and the episode nine. after that there might she be has blood. like the main storyline, really, in these yeah, next. And I and I did not love it, dude. We'll get into that in my <laughs> best worst storylines of the week for yeah. sure. All right, short wiki summary of the episode: Serena discovers a secret that Aaron has been keeping from her and begins to question whether he's the guy she thought he was. Hoping it will help her chances of getting into Yale, Blair naively agrees to babysit the 15-year-old daughter of a prominent Yale donor. 
When the teenager proves to be more than a handful, Blair begins to suspect that the events of the evening may end up hurting her chances of getting into her dream school. Meanwhile, Jenny and Ag, or sorry, uh, Angus, I mean, not Agnes, (laughs) plan a guerrilla fashion show that will either launch Jenny's fashion career or ruin her chances of ever being accepted. Now, Mm -hmm. what were your quotes to the episode? Uh, I have one from Agnes, and this is kind of a one-off. It didn't really mean anything, but I thought it was just funny. And she says, man, why do you keep eating those pop brownies? You know the sugar makes you spaz. Yeah, dude, I love that. I love the quote. I didn't write it down because I assumed that you were going to. Um, and he's about to drive. He's about to drive. He's about to drive. This huge fan yeah. in downtown New York City <laughs> on an edible. I mean, what are yeah. you doing, Jenny? And uh, and Nate just casually goes, well, I guess I'll I drive. should drive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dumb Nate go. is back, everybody. Well, he kind of he saved the day there, I he guess. He did save the day, but. Yeah. Oh, my God, Nate. I also um, have one from Gossip Girl. Go for it. You love these Gossip Girl quotes. You, I even so, pulled out a single one. You love them. They're very I quippy. Love them. I love them. They're so quippy. And sometimes yeah. they're very telling of what's going on. In they episode, are. You know what I mean? They um, are. This one is uh, about Chuck. So I'm just oh, a mother chucker to the core, you know? Yeah. But uh, she goes spotted. Bass taking the bait. Jailbait, that is, and that's when he's hooking <laughs> yeah. up with the the younger, or he's he's not hooking up. He's it looks like he's about to. Okay, so that is a, a great quote. Um, and two, it's that's my first highlight. Honestly, I'm so confused about Emma's age. She's reading Harry Potter with ice cream. She's being considered jailbait. She's yeah. trying to lose her virginity. Uh, she could be twelve. She could be sixteen. She, I have literally, honestly, if I were to guess, I would say fifteen. Yeah, I would say I was gonna say fourteen or fifteen. But so yeah, so funny. Yeah, like you're really mixing up a lot. Like she's very sexualized and very um, like immature at the same time, which is a dangerous combo to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two. For, <laughs> I have two from Chuck. I'm gonna be honest. I got two great one-liners. Uh, sometimes you just need to you need to embrace those those great quotes. Mm-hmm. Now my first one is when he's talking to emma and he goes looks like you've just hooked yourself a bass which is i can't <laughs> i can't believe we haven't heard that yet i would actually have to go back and see how many times that exact line comes up in the that show that exact line i bet it? it i bet it comes up he's definitely least. made the the yeah he's definitely made that joke before yeah oh man i mean if not already we definitely will hear it a couple more times in the show yeah. i guarantee uh, my last one is is a more substantial one to him and Claire. Claire Blair. Uh, <laughs> new character alert, Claire. Now, he goes... We need like a long-lost twin of Blair that comes yeah, back. Yeah. It's so... Like the complete opposite. Yeah, it's her twin, and then she sleeps with Chuck, and, and he thinks it's Blair. That would be a spicy storyline. But right it's there. really Claire, yeah. Yeah. So he goes to uh, to Blair after Emma uh, tries really hard to have sex with him in the back of the limo. He goes, just so you know, while there are a few things I consider sacred, the back of the limo is one of them, which is kind of <laughs> He touching. does spend a lot of his time in the back of the limo. Yeah. And I would like, argue oh, 10% of his time, or maybe even higher, like 15 to 20% of his time in the show alone yeah, has been spent yeah. in the back of the limo. It's a little creepy, but it is, it's nice that, you know, he's still 
holds that first time with Blair in such mm-hmm. high regard after all this time. Yeah. I, I just like that quote. I thought it was a, a nice little because at this point they're not chasing each other, but uh, it just kind of shows that like, hey, even if we're not going to be with each other, I still got affection for you. Yeah, yeah. Now I agree. What are some of your highlight moments that we can run through? Well, the first thing I'd written down is why the fuck is Serena so obsessed with Aaron? Like just right off the rip, doesn't no, even remember no who he is. Makes no sense. Makes zero sense. That yeah. was kind of like just something that I did really did not like. Yeah. Like I I understand if they like get together at some point and you're like trying to like show this narrative or whatever. Yeah. But she shouldn't be so obsessed right off the bat. Oh no, I I totally agree. Well, it's just like what's so intriguing about this guy? He's a great mm-hmm. artist, but he has the personality of a leaf, a dried yeah. up leaf on the ground. We're talking about autumn. You look on the ground, you see 500 things with the same personality as Aaron. This dude, yeah. I mean, he's so uninteresting to me. Fuck mm-hmm. Aaron. But, yeah, I agree. Well, uh, a couple of mine, just Jenny is the most unpredictable character on the show by far, which is saying something. Mm-hmm. Also, just hilarious to me that in the fat, like during not the fashion show, but the gala event, um, there's a girl in the middle of this conversation with an adult, like right in the middle of a conversation. And she just stops everything to take a picture of Nate and Jenny. <laughs> like she, the guy is just like continuing to talk to her and she just stops, pulls at her phone, and takes a picture. This is the gossip girl world that has been creative. Gossip girl just reigns supreme. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. someone could be just like dying in front of them. And instead of giving them the Heimlich, they'd be like, Oh, sorry. I got to take a picture of a gossip girl. <laughs> Um, also, yeah, people need to stop making it in public, like I said. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, so so, dumb, Nate. Dumb Nate. I said, dumb Nate is back. Dumb Nate is back. God does suck, but he is back. Um, Blair is literally. It seems like she's just going to navigate her whole life by blackmailing powerful adults. Now she chooses not to, but she has done a bunch of bribery and blackmailing of very Mm -hmm. powerful people this season alone. She bribes the dean's secretary. She blackmails Catherine, and she tries blackmailing. This her first reaction is like, "Oh, I'm gonna blackmail her," <laughs> which is such a funny like. She's gonna make it into Yale via blackmail, uh, hey, but obviously it would have worked. Not to. But it, it, it would have worked. It didn't, it didn't have, to, have to. Yeah, but it would have worked. Mm-hmm. Also, Chuck and Blair just working together in that club is is very intriguing to me. I love their dynamic, even when they're like not a couple, just like them working together is for sure. Also, pulling off the fashion show, I have this down Jenny's biggest moment to date. That is probably her highest high right Mm -hmm. after that. When people are, you know, picking up the photos, like it was just perfectly executed. Really, really neat moment. Also, remember when Nate used to always sleep on Chuck's couch? Yeah. And now he refuses to? (laughs) <laughs> Where is your pride gone? Your whole yeah. first season of the you show. You were rich, but you're still yeah. sleeping on the couch. You loved the couch. And Do you think that was foreshadowing? Your... Do you think they had that planned out? At that point? Wow. I don't think so, but I wish it was. I wish it was too. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I just, I don't know how much the writers like planned from first season to now. They just, they just kind of like throw it there and then they get to that point and then they realize it's genius after. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, I think like this, maybe like at the end of season two, they're starting to think end game. Like, okay, yeah, how yeah. do we want to wrap up way down the line? Like who's with who? What sort of things do we want to foreshadow? Mm-hmm. But I think at season one, they were like, okay, let's just make this shit as exciting as possible and try to, 
yeah. keep the show on the air. Yeah. That's the thing with season one. I don't think it held a lot of weight. It was good, but I don't think like obviously the backstories are were like important. Mm-hmm. But season I one mean, was basically just an introduction to everything. It, it set thing. the tone with Lily and Rufus. It set the yeah, tone yeah. with Dan and Dan and Serena. I mean, yeah. if I were to bet money, I think those are two end game characters right there. Oh, it yeah, started sure. us off with Chuck and play like it set it set some some foundation for us mm-hmm. moving forward for yeah. sure. Um, and my my last one is Jenny moving out and running away, which obviously happens at the end of this episode. It felt inevitable since last season. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if we said it. I'd like to go back. I don't think if we anyone did. wants to go back. If I but I I feel like I knew. That she, at some point she was definitely going to run away. I don't know if I knew that she was going to do it this quickly mm-hmm. within the first ten episodes. That's the thing you do, think but... you you have an idea of what's going to happen, and then it immediately happens right after, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Wait a minute! I thought that was going to happen next season." Now, who's who was your couple to watch this episode? Um, Nate and Jenny. I also had written down. I don't, know, I don't know how I feel about them. I don't know how I feel about them as a couple. They're 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 confusing because I I like this second episode. I didn't dislike it as much, but again, I I think the show works when there are some just like uh, different relationships between the guys and the girls on the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't think everyone has to have sexual chemistry you know like i kind of thought it was like oh what a neat nuanced relationship between nate and jenny Mm -hmm. um ah, but whatever i mean but it's called hot people banging it is called hot people banging so i I can't be mad at it i i think it works uh but i just like the dynamic before too i definitely appreciate the riff that it costs like it costs a lot dude that's that's the bet the best part of it are the consequences that came of it. Like mm-hmm. in terms of me, because Dan and Nate were just starting to be friends, Vanessa and Jenny, because I think some people, including myself still had some emotional um, weight or emotional investment mm-hmm. in Vanessa and Nate as well. And like that seems to be completely off the table now. So yeah. I think the implications are the most interesting part more than the actual relationship. Yeah. Also, before we move on from this episode, mm-hmm. uh, I understand Rufus was mad at Jenny, but getting her arrested is a little bit. Of- yeah, I'm surprised I didn't write that down. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, eh? And I love <laughs> how it just doesn't work for him at all. I love that <laughs> just like they're like, oh well, Lily's like, no, I'm obviously not going to press fucking charges. <laughs> We're going to take you to like, the station, call your parents. Well, yeah, that's my actually my dad. That's, that's my dad, and then he's like, okay, well that makes my job easier. <laughs> oh, what a kind of a shitty copy. Like he didn't give a shit. <laughs> god you'd have no idea what was going on at all like people like oh yeah my daughter that's like her on the photo she's right in front of you and he's just looking down the photos like oh yeah yeah well i guess we got to take you down to the station like you get a pension he wasn't even bothered yeah like she's two feet away from you you're looking for your your uh suspect she's literally a foot away from you (laughs) now before i jump into bonfire of the vanity which is i have again i have no idea what that's referring to uh but it sounds it's a great title i'm sure it's a great pun but i don't i don't recognize before we jump into that one whose stock rose and dropped the most uh jenny and also jenny that's a great answer i wow okay that's great i put uh rose was blair's just because she's basically going to yale now and dropped you could say jenny obviously but just because i had her dropped for last episode i put nate um yeah. just because like he's 
Vanessa hates him. Dan hates him. He's homeless. That's not a great rap right there. Mm-hmm. Life could be better. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into our short wiki summary of the episode for episode 10, our final episode of this week. Blair does not approve of the new man in her mother's life, Cyrus, and <laughs> she makes she makes up for it on her mission to or she makes it her mission to break up the two by any means necessary. Jenny moves in with Angus and they move forward with their plans for a fashion line. Serena continues to fall for the new guy in her life, Aaron, but she discovers something about him that threatens to end things just as they were getting started. Dan tries to win the trust of Bart in order to expose him to further his writing career, but things heat up after Chuck realizes the true reason Dan is spending so much time around his family. Now, do you have any quotes from this episode? Oh, I actually don't have any pulled up. Uh, It's tough because I have one quote and it's so... um, unsubstantial it's hilarious i feel like there wasn't a lot of there's a lot of substantial dialogue mm -hmm. but it's hard to pull it like a specific i i totally agree like a lot of it was so it's it's not a very cool like it's a heavy episode yeah that's what i'm saying like it's hard you can't pull a whole thing of dialogue or a whole paragraph or like something that really needs to be contextualized within the framework of the plot yeah Yeah, but i do have one from hazel you probably don't even know who hazel is i know who hazel is i was paying a lot of of attention to hazel actually (laughs) she's a she's such a funny character Uh, she goes uh right after we figure out that eleanor has a new man she goes even moms have boyfriends and i don't (laughs) i love i just love how all of blair's sidekicks are just like in the background they're just really there to fill in space and then every once in a while we get a, a little snippet of yeah. their personality like oh hazel's desperate for a boyfriend and now we won't hear for her for five more episodes i love That's hazel I, I want to see more of hazel you like her yeah Dude, I, I like so, all i like a lot of sidekicks to be honest so do i i really like nelly the, yuki i i love we never we're not okay. really seen a lot of her but we love nelly yuki we love uh, also yuki. penelope who's like a Rhodes scholar i don't know i just i, I like him i like him yeah, but yeah. um i looked up hazel and she gets dunked on by the gossip girl wiki eh really dude she, she's pretty much they they pretty much say oh uh hazel doesn't really uh she clings to the social group because it's all she has in life she doesn't get great grades or she's not a pianist like uh her friends um her her whole identity is wrapped up in this social group it's like dude you're the wiki you didn't have to go this hard on her yeah everyone's identity is (laughs) yeah um but yeah hazel little little thirsty for a boyfriend this episode that's kind of her whole she comes up a few times this episode too looking for that bf all being thirsty yeah now i in in my highlights i have that bart bass is almost comically cold uh and like to chuck where he's like a thought, a thoughtful gesture, but misguided as ever. When Chuck yeah. gets a box seat, yeah. and then he asks Dan to go <laughs> to the hockey game. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that was the most ridiculous part of the episode. Like yeah. on, like who would do that to their own son? Well, Dan- yeah, I was like, Bart Bass really does hate Chuck. Yeah, but then later in the episode, him. we find out not that's not how it Bart, actually. Is. Bart is a toxic dude, man. He gets you coming he back. Is. You yeah. think he's a dick. Then you he he kind of redeems himself a bit, and you come and then crawling he back. Becomes dick again. Also, vitamin water. Back at it with the sponsorship. Did yes, you see stacked that shit? up. Yeah. 
just stacks and stacks of vitamin water beside Angus. That's what I'm going to call her now, by the way. Her her name is now Angus. Uh, so if there's any confusion in later Gossip yeah. Boys episodes, you just got to go back to this one. She's now been dubbed Angus forever. She's just stacked, circled around her with vitamin water. They're really I can't dropping remember what back. the thing she ordered was. I think it was she called it a revival or something, which yeah. I guess is a flavor of vitamin water. I mean, I'll I'll have to take her word for it. I yeah. mean, we're certainly if Vitamin Water wants to drop the bag, we'll accept it. But at the moment, they've dropped us zero bags. And this is 2008, I think, or 2009, or whatever. And, and Vitamin Water has not water. changed in decade in a decade. No, it's no, it looks the exact, exact same. same. That's what thing. I thought too. I was like, yeah, it's literally they, they've done zero marketing since then. Yeah. They're still trying to ride that Gossip Girl wave. They're like, no, we can't change the the. the we can't. How are they going to recognize the, us? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I also just haven't written down. Aaron still gives me horrible vibes. Yeah, this is where I, we see I, that date. I have written down. Still don't like Aaron. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love. We felt the need to really double to just down, reinstate our episode right. by episode, just in case. Just in case. Still the listeners don't really, like him. But what about next episode? Just still in case like any of the listeners are really, oh, I wonder if they've changed their opinions. Now, nope. still, all my homies hate Aaron. All my homies. We, we gotta, we gotta make a little. A little meme there. Yeah, Fuck Aaron. Sure. All my homies hate Aaron. We'll post All it right. to the subreddit see if it gets. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Cyrus's story also wildly effective. I dude, that was heartbreaking. Where he's talking about uh, his time in the war, like that. Mm-hmm. That was some of the deepest writing the show's done so far. <laughs> yeah. This random character, yeah, yeah. But what, my first thing I had written down was just big Lamau Cyrus Rose because when he walked in <laughs> I literally audibly laughed like oh uh, it, it was such a great twist man like it was. Such a, man but that was, that's what I was saying my first thought was like I've always wondered how actors feel and like he's obviously he's a very successful successful actor but what about let's think about actors who come into a show that's casting an ugly character and you're someone who hasn't made a name for yourself you haven't done a lot of acting and you just gotta stomach the fact that you're being cast as an explicitly ugly person well yeah well that that's actually funny that you say that because gossip girl is voiced by what's her name Kristen bell Kristen bell and she had a lot of like struggles early on in her career because she was always told that she wasn't pretty enough to be like the main girl yeah but she wasn't quirky or ugly enough to be like the quirky like side character yeah so she was just kind of in limbo not being able to cast like be casted in anything right what a shitty thing to hear too yeah. i mean and i guess so she may as well be try to be she, real with someone but yeah and well it's like kind of like she's just a voice in the show yeah that's all she is <laughs> i mean she's gone on to be super oh successful. she's very successful that's, now that's a, that's a but i'm just saying role, early like, on her career I mean? yeah yeah that's so bullshit, but that's so, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, tough gig, tough mm-hmm. gig. But shout out to Cyrus for being ugly but having a good personality. Yeah. Uh, also, I've written down Jenny's roller coaster ride. It's such a fucking headache when she gets the business contacts and then she comes back to Ag- uh, Angus's house and Angus has burned all of her clothes. Dude, why did she try to stop her? Yeah, yeah, dude. She don't do it. Don't do people, it. Like she's pouring gasoline on them. Hey, maybe pick them up. This <laughs> or oh push her out God. of the way. This is my future. And she stands there <laughs> watching it burn. Like, Jenny, have some agency, which is a crazy thing to say to a 15-year-old that just ran away from home. I think sometimes her problem is a little bit too much agency. But that's the thing. Just like find a balance, Jenny, and stick to it. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Also... Dan getting his second letter of recommendation 
and therefore a likely admittance into Yale, it's kind of glossed over, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Like, he meets with the writer who, I mean, kind of, writer is kind of a dick, but shout out to him for uh, letting it be water under the bridge after Dan's like, ah, fuck you, you're a washed up piece of shit, like, (laughs) drunk. drunk. Yeah, (laughs) like, really goes to town on him. Um, And and the guy is willing to let bygones be bygones. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, shout out to Dan. That was actually a huge accomplishment. Mm -hmm. But, okay, again, I don't want to be a writing snob, okay? I don't want to be a dick. But did you read Dan's writing again? I when knew they pulled... you were going to ask because I did not pause to read. I knew you, you would have pause. paused. I didn't. So this one was way easier A little to context, read. though. I watched the episode this morning Dude, before we recorded. So I didn't have time. It is like this one. It's way easier to read. I remember the last ones you had to really like pause. I think it was like his computer screen. You had to pause it real quick yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but this no, one, this one really, they kind of I think they kind of wanted you to pause it. They they want you to to read it for sure. Like it goes down kind of slow too. Um, but it's dog shit, dude. It's like he's writing a horrible children's book. It's like C spot run, run spot guy. It's like <laughs> oh my god, man. Like yeah. I don't know. It's just horrible. I want I want it to because I don't want to say I want people to go back and read how bad it is because I don't want it to sound like I'm just being a snob. I want you to go back and read it. I'll send you a screenshot, Gary. Also, Mr. Smith, uh, the, the business agent for Jenny, mm-hmm. giving out some pretty extreme advice to a 15-year-old, eh? Like, yeah. he just meets her. Understand? They're in the meeting for three seconds. She goes, I can't get my parents' signature. He goes, well, you could get emancipated. <laughs> hey, man, let's slow the roll for a second. This teenager's got some pretty heavy eyeshadow on and yeah. some bangs. That That's were also a bad vibe that I don't like. Is her eyeshadow? Why is it well, always like, on? This is clearly a troubled teen. Yeah. If someone's wearing this much eyeshadow and their bangs are looking that haphazard, something's going on. She's waking it up with it on though. At all a times. Man's, well, I mean, she's having a rough go. She's <laughs> essentially homeless. Yeah. Man, I just like that was so funny to me. Where he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'd like a new client. Emancipate, divorce your parents. <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah. Also, we had three. This is my last highlight. We had three Kings of Leon's. You know, I was Kings just gonna Leon say, cameos. yeah. Also, Sex on, great, Sex on Fire soundtrack Still was on twice, but yeah. that's fine. Amazing song, and I forget mm-hmm. what the other one was, but uh, yeah, they really got. I mean, Vitamin Water and and Kings of Leon were taken and and cashing some checks. Yeah, getting the bag. Now, who's your couple to watch this episode? This is it was really tough for me. I I um, actually didn't write one down. No, and, and and that's fair. I I really just went. It was really only one couple this whole episode, uh, and I put Cyrus and Eleanor. I mean, I really don't think they're going to be impactful at all. I, I think, think Cyrus is kind of a. I think he'll stick around for a little bit, but I think he'll be gone a bit. I I maybe I could even see them getting married. Like I think they set up for a nice like. Oh, she balance. He balances out Eleanor nicely. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. I just don't think he's going to be an impactful character. You know what I mean? Like I he'll think maybe like, he'll yeah. be. Uh, a slightly stabilizing character for Blair. He can be a little bit more of a present father than her dad, mm-hmm. uh, who's in France, obviously. But I mean, yeah, I don't. But it's I don't Gossip think... Girl, so he's going to become evil at some point. It's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just the only couple really whose stock rose and dropped the most to you. Rosa had Blair. Okay. Kind of see at the turnaround from last episode when she doesn't throw the girl under the bus and just decides to take the the high road and like mm-hmm. talk to her better daughter and then this episode where she could also she did throw cyrus under the bus but then she 
brought him back. She and Cyrus, it. Cyrus yep. knew that was going to happen. He was ten steps ahead. Also, she's she's turning more mature, like into into more of an adult role. She's eighteen. I actually had her for my uh, my rose as well. Yeah. Now who's draw? Uh, well, I mean, okay. well, <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> what up, Jenny? I think I had her for Rose and Fell like four times this these five episodes. And and okay, let's just jump into yes, I agree. Let's jump into our weekly encapsulation of all five episodes, best and worst storylines. Let's start with best. Best storyline, hmm, that's a Chuck and Blair for mm-hmm. sure. That was I Chuck and Blair. I also had Chuck I, and Bart. I think that's Chuck super and Bart's a solid one. I think Nate and Dan left a little bit to be desired. I guess. Yeah. Uh, it was. It wasn't bad. I did enjoy it. Well, I think. I think they're going to be back too. I yeah, think they'll yeah, be I friends. Think, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's interesting how how they've split apart. Yeah, this is also kind of the first time the the fifth episode hasn't resolved everything. You know what I mean? For sure. They're kind of left on a, a, a cliffhanger. A little bit. A little bit for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I had yeah Chuck and Bart obviously, and also I really like the university storylines. I just think the show is going to work really I'm well. I'm really pumped for if they do university. So yeah, I, I just think it'll work well in a new world. We'll get a bunch of new yeah. characters, especially new if they like go off to like a couple of them go different, to different different ones. But a couple of them are going to the same school. Yeah, I would yeah. love that. I would love yeah. that if like Nate and Dan were together. Chuck was off on his own. Blair and Serena. I don't know. Like, let's mix Chuck it up. Chuck being off on his own sounds spicy. Or maybe, yeah, I would love if maybe Blair and Dan, like, maybe they get closer at the same university. There's so uh, many possibilities. Right? I, I know. Yeah, I'm just ready for it. My worst storylines, uh, Jenny and Nate, Jenny quitting, everything with Jenny. That's Jenny, word Jenny, for word Jenny. what I write. Just fucking, like, I, I, I get it. I get it, Jenny. Life is tough. But um, I don't need that much from you. Also, Rufus, though, I didn't really, like. He's being, being a dick, man. He, he is. He is. Yeah, I like Dan's line. I He's understand. Like, hey, do you want to be right or do you want to have your daughter back? Yeah. Yeah. Which is which just like. I understand again. your disappointed, Rufus. Go ahead and like punish her. But like, dude, chill out. For sure. Now, who was your <laughs> who was your villain of the week? Might, after that, it might have to be Rufus. But no. <laughs> dude. Do you, Aaron. You, Yours is Aaron. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> villain of the week. I didn't actually write that down. That's just like a spur of the mind. Like, well, you, I'll man. give you mine, dude. Mine's Jenny. Okay, yeah. No, she. Yeah. It's just like you're being. You're. You're ruined. Like you're she's really, her own worst enemy. Yeah, you're your own villain, but also you're you're really stressing. You you broke Vanessa's heart. Like this is yeah. the guy that she still has feelings for. Careless, reckless behavior. You're wearing Dan. You're wearing Rufus. Yeah. You've kind of like you burned Eleanor, who, of course, yeah, she was taking your designs, but you work for her. You mm-hmm. work for her. Like part yeah. of being a designer is like, yeah, sometimes you design clothes. Like Vera Wang and uh, Mark Jacobs, they have designers who work for them. You don't yeah, get your under name or everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh my god, like so entitled. I don't know. Uh, what also, are your but also some like I don't know if this is like a big narrative, maybe, but Lily seems to be not too bothered by Jenny's crazy antics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone else is very like distraught and annoyed with it. Yeah, but oh, Lily sure. seems to be kind of on board almost. I bet. I bet it reminds her a lot of herself. Yeah. So for sure know, yeah maybe that no, maybe totally that'll agree. turn around or maybe yeah. they'll have a bit of a relationship or something i don't know maybe. that'd be neat yeah. yeah 
does that go into your predictions for next week? Yeah, I, I'll throw it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine are. Uh, I predict that Jenny does meth, but also <laughs> that she wins the lottery because that's just how life tends to go for Jenny Humphrey. My other one, um, I found it really tough to predict stuff actually for for these next episodes. I mean, mm-hmm. in a in a more realistic prediction and a more vague one, like yeah, I'm sure Jenny rises. I'm sure she falls again. Like that's yeah. just her 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 way of living life. I think that Chuck's story gets leaked out. That is my spicier, more uh, specific prediction. I think yeah. that story gets leaked out somehow, not via Dan. And then maybe Chuck will even blame. I'm just thinking of this now. Then he blames Dan. Yeah. And maybe I could see him going too far with revenge, not understanding that it wasn't Dan. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I'm really going down a rabbit hole. Maybe that's where the relationship starts to reconcile, where Chuck's like, oh, shit, it wasn't Dan who who leaked. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Chuck's story gets leaked. That's my big prediction. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. Thank you guys for everyone who stuck with us to the end. I know we went long, but it was a very, very heavy set of episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm ready next week. Again, it's fall weather, baby. It's gossip girl season. And therefore... By association, Gossip Boys season. So mm-hmm. get on that Netflix party with friends and hop on the podcast, listen with friends, get those nostalgic vibes, those comfort vibes when you're starting those new classes, starting that new job, getting mm-hmm. used to that new city. Let us be your anchoring nostalgia. Thank you guys so much for listening. Join us next week. I cannot wait. Peace.